0: Hi, I'm Bea Kapit and you're listening to Rappler Podcasts. Welcome back to Who is the Filipino? I'm Bea from the Rappler Lifestyle team and we've been trying to answer a short but very difficult question. Who is the Filipino? Today, I'm joined by someone who's explored that question-ish, maybe not consciously, through the lens of Philippine cinema. Please welcome educator, film critic, and book author, Richard Bolisay.
1: Hi, Bea. Good morning.
0: Hello. So listen to him on another podcast for Hustle Naman, for a quick intro on what he does and why he does it. Um, but today, we're going to focus on Filipino film and Filipino cinema. So you have you have a new book out. Yes. We talked about it briefly, well, not super briefly naman. <laughs> briefly in, in the other podcast, Break It To Me Gently Essays on Filipino Film. It's officially launching on October 19th. October nineteen at Q Cinema, right? Yes. Um, and it's going to be available online. So, based on. You've been writing for 10, 10 years? More ca- than 10 years. Yeah. A little over 10 years. So, what does. It's a question. You know. What does a Philippine cinema say or has failed to say? Um, about the Philippines, about Philippines. And you mentioned in the other podcast, I mean, I'm linking it to the other podcast, <laughs> that, you know, it, it was a different time. Your p- works then uh, are now making you cringe. But mm. like, you know, given that vast uh, um repertoire <laughs> of, of writing yeah mm. what what does philippine cinema yeah say done for us yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, i think it's pretty impossible to encapsulate in words the the range and scope and depth of what our cinema say about our country and our people mm-hmm. so it has said a lot of things and basically i'd like to think that cinema is a document of time mm-hmm. and our films are able to document those specific experiences, those specific struggles, those specific people who, you know, uh, have become part of our history. And there's a film critic, an American film critic named Anthony Lane, who said that, you know, cinema is both news and history. So in a way, cinema functions for the present and also, you know, some sort of marker. From right. the past right. and I think that's that's an important thing to think about in the sense that you know we make movies for audiences at present, but somehow it also sp- you know, our films also speaks speak about you know our experiences from the past right. and uh, I'm older now, and I think mm-hmm. you know I'd like to think as well that you know the attempts are more important to me than the results so people who have been making films over you know over decades over years I think I appreciate them more because the act of making is really is really difficult so regardless of how the films you know fare with audiences regardless of you know whether it's a good or a bad film I'd like to think that the attempts are really important it means that you're trying to make sense of your surroundings mm-hmm. you're trying to resist a certain status quo and you know when you say philippine cinema it should be the entire country so it's yeah. not just you know yeah. you know this whole pervasive manila centric yeah. idea of cinema which yeah. is you know very wrong and very you know you know it just upholds a very hegemonic idea yeah. of a national cinema which i think recently has been you know changing Right. We're seeing a lot of filmmakers from the provinces, from yeah. the regions and that's very good. It adds to the diversity mm-hmm. of, you know, what we can contribute to our, you know, to what cinema contributes to to our society. And I'd like to think that, you know, the good Filipino films speak to us specifically. So it speaks about our conditions, mm-hmm. our struggles, our triumphs, our sensibilities. So, you know, it's important to look at, you know, I I don't want to like dichotomize things, mm-hmm. but somehow it's important to look at mainstream films, right. right? As 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 important as we look into independent films, right. and right. you know there should be no which is better, which is you know right. which would we, should we support? But right. you know I mean these are you know these are important aspects of our culture, right. and I think you know. Why should we choose, right? Right.
0: And and I think for 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 our listeners who might not be familiar with how the Philippine movie industry works, Richard says that with the context of a lot of people look down on mass. I don't know what the proper term is. Not mass-produced. Commercial films. Commercial yeah. films, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there are one or two siguro commercial films oh my God, parang, in, parang indie lang. Uh, I mean, that line in itself, <laughs> no. medyo, medyo, it says a lot about how people look down yeah. on commercial films. Parang, parang indie lang uh, as uh, uh. if indie automatically means better mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. commercial means mediocre. Mm by default. Uh, I, may, think, may yeah, I
1: think labels do more harm than good. Right. But I think we're very, you know, accustomed to labels. Yeah. We, we like labels, mm. but somehow, you know, there are bad indie films. There are a lot yeah, of bad yeah, indie yeah. films. And there are, you know, a handful of very good commercial films. Yeah. And I think if we change our, you know, the lens, how we look into films, we'd really appreciate a lot of our movies in yeah. the sense that, you know, they, they, they enrich our understanding of our culture. Right. Although it takes a while to be able to you know wear that lens you know I- right. it's a process you know you, you would see a lot of films before you realize that you know the the drive for for watching movies is really to learn from them in a way right. to experience them rather than to be a snob about it just right. you know you know just just feeling you know just you think you're better than the films well in fact you know you shouldn't feel that way.
0: It's almost like reading a book in a way. Na you're putting it's it's a chance. It's two or three hours of putting yourself in the shoes of another person entirely. And it's, it's, I think it's especially interesting sa Philippines, kasi we're all Filipinos pero sobrang ang specific din ng experiences natin na mm. we were I was saying uh, kanina that there's a film I, it doesn't resonate with me because the characters hindi ako nakaka-relate. Mm. And although the film didn't quite like it's not my favorite I appreciated it kasi parang ah, okay oh. yun pala yung struggles din ng ganyang Nangganyang segment ng population.
1: And there are films that are not made for us. Right. right. You know, we should see it as something very encompassing in the sense that, you know, films are not meant to cover every aspect of 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 the audiences. And, you know, we should understand that, you know, uh, there's a specific portion of the movie going public, you know, that, you know, are not very much aligned with our tastes.
0: Right, right, Uh, right. I was, that, that's also a perfect um, segue to the, my next question. Uh, okay, this year, we're celebrating 100 years of Philippine Cinema. <laughs> <Very> talk <debatable>. about <laughs> <laughs> 100 years, because that's a very long debate. Um, uh, but the, the, like, the government institution, mm-hmm. uh, FDCP, is celebrating 100 years this year. So let's just go with that. Um, where is Philippine Cinema now?
1: Uh, first of all I like the debate so <laughs> so maybe I'd like to contribute something about it I think that's it. another podcast and uh, an a-, a, story, a, asige, asige. a story actually that is a story so anyway that's very debatable actually there's a funny story about it where you know I think a group of people uh, realized it late I yeah. think it should be no. like 2017 but then they forgot about it so instead of like you know like missing that 100 yeah. year right, they decided right. to like just make it no, and it's anyway. funny actually
0: kasi parang <laughs> this last year nga parang they were like oh next year 100 years of cinema and I'm like parang a year ago <laughs> may 100 years so bakit uh, parang anyway debatable
1: siya kasi 1919 is the first Filipino narrative film that's Dalagang okay. Bukid but then again there had been already documentaries before that so that implication is that don't you consider documentaries yeah, of course films. Films? Yeah, of course films so there's also like yeah. some sort of gatekeeping in terms of depth definitions anyway i think so you know, i will
0: ask richard to write about that <laughs> so next Cinem- story next <laughs>
1: <season>. i <laughs> think uh, <laughs> philippine cinema is an, it, it's in an in a very interesting place where a lot of things and reforms can be done if only people engage you know engage in them and you know, it's very rich you know Thanks to digital technology, somehow it's relatively easy to make films now, to market Mm. your films, to reach your audiences. So somehow, you know, uh, one of the rare, rare times that I'm optimistic. But you know, I mean, we're we're in a time when you know we can we can make films that we want. You know, of course, it entails sacrifices. It entails a lot of problems. But somehow, uh, I think we're in a position that. Uh, if we you know if we pursue something, if we like to make films, if we want to be a film critic, if we want to pursue you know uh, different roles in filmmaking we can actually do it. but also I think we should also I think also we should also consider you know climate change. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also sorts of change your perspective considering that you know, world is somehow, you know, we have limited amount of time left, you know, if you're not a climate change denier, which I'd like to think you are, uh, you know, it sorts of change your perspective, you know, what kind of film should we make now, what kind of reform should we make now, etc. So, you know, it shifts your perspective, like as a film critic, uh, in light of climate change, I'd like to, you know, do film criticism for the present. Rather than think of a future which is quite you so know Sorry, so bleak. But, sorry, it so bleak, <laughs> but somehow it it sense? makes you feel more driven to, yeah. to do changes ba, in what's happening at present. Right.
0: I wonder though, in the, in the film industry, is that is there a con I should be asking a filmmaker about this, but is there is there that conscious nga na 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 burden? Not a burden, I don't know how to call it a <laughs> burden, but that that thought na parang, you know. I mean I mean I know it's a punchline for millennials na parang ano parang but kahit pa may climate change but it's I mean it's a real concern right. yeah, we're not yeah. sure where we're, we're going to be by 2050 yeah, right yeah. um pero mayroon ba I, maybe not just for filmmakers no but mm. but but people in, in the general. film industry yeah. right because when you talk about it and and I, and I actually realized this a few years also in a lot of ways the film industry is like journalism yeah in that you do document what's happening now yeah although the difference i guess um in terms of works of fiction is you fictionalize um and ob- obviously documentarists don't fictionalize but parang may ganung same burden na mm. per may ganong conscious effort na pala, uh, the conscious consciousness mm. that this is a generation that's going to have to contend yeah. with climate change and all well, the other it, things yeah
1: i think in in twitter in twitter speak Sana all. Yeah. <laughs> sana, yeah. sana, you know, sana everyone is having that conversation right. because it's very urgent. Especially like I, I'm, I'm really into reading a lot of climate change stuff, and yeah. you know, you kind of feel that you know the limited amount of time left and the kind of things that you can do given that time. And uh, yeah, it's really, it's it's really important. I think th- also the the film critic I mentioned a while ago, Anthony Lane, mm-hmm. he 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 wrote. In, in, in the introduction of his book that you know cinema deserves journalism and also because you know apart from documenting the time Mm-mm. presence, also about the methods of journalism like right. how you gather facts yeah. how you you know you try to like be objective although it's defi- you know it's yeah, it's yeah. impossible to be objective but yeah. the very attempts at you know right. objectivity is also important are also important so Yoon, so i think you know uh, in terms of cinema, I, I am very optimistic in the sense right. that y- there's a lot of things that you can do. Right. And there are opportunities for you to do things, especially that we are very much enabled now by digital technology. Right. We can reach a lot of people. And yeah, I mean, it's really about being inspired by people around us.
0: Right. I also want to talk about, because you na- mentioned mo na rin kanina yung. The Manila-centric nature of cinema, and uh, to be fair, to Philippine cinema—it's not just cinema that's guilty of this, right? Like everything,
1: every field of arts, every uh, field uh, of uh, uh,
0: arts, government, uh, lahat, mm-hmm. um, even news media is obviously very Manila-centric. Very I mean, bakit mo headline yung crime in Metro in Manila for a national broadcast, yes. right? I mean, it, it's 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 proof that mm. manila centrism is there. Um, I I read this essay that you wrote about the third golden era of Philippine or the so-called third golden era of Philippine cinema and I I wrote this down in the notes actually and Uh. and as someone who was raised in Butuan Mm -mm. um, I want to zoom in on something about how cinema can be very Manila-centric why is that a problem? Uh, I think
1: you know, I mean, that's a problem because, you know, it's it's upholding the people in power. So it's a very yeah. centralized idea in which the people at the center control the discussions, mm-hmm. control the narratives. And that's a problem because not everyone gets an opportunity to tell the stories they'd yeah. like to tell. And But, you know, I'd like to think that, you know, uh, i'm really optimistic like i said <laughs> earlier but i'd like to think that this narrative is changing yeah uh for the longest time philippine cinema is defined by manila cinema yeah. so somehow all of the films being produced as, at least you know 90% 95% of the films being produced in the country are made in manila yeah. or made by manila based filmmakers yeah. so but you know these people like actors directors you know uh cinematographers production assistants, they come from different places. Right. And they're very much informed by their own experiences. Right, right. Nora or Or. Yes. Diba, from Bicol. I know Bicol. when you listed, uh, listed down oh. all these legends of oh. Philippine cinema you're like, oh, you realize, mano, you know, walang <laughs> wala taga Manila. I mean, di man wala, I mean, sobrang, pero many,
0: but technically represented yung different islands of the Philippines.
1: Oh, which means there's a way to like work around that idea of Manila centrism. Right. So, but then again, yun eh, problematic pa rin yung structure. But we have ways to like, you know, lessen that kind of hegemony na parang, yeah. you know, there are people, you know, coming to Manila to pursue their dreams, to mm-hmm. contribute to the cinema of, you know, people at the center. <laughs> and, you know, over time, yun yung naging definition ng Philippine cinema. You know, yeah. there's this center where people People from different places come, and with the boom of digital cinema in you know in the mid two thousands, uh, it it gave you know people opportunity from the provinces to mm-hmm. make their films. Okay. So recently, I organized a conference with with my organization called Cinema is Incomplete. Mm-hmm. So it's called Alternative Cinema Initiatives Conference. Okay. So we put together different people, different key movers of alternative cinema spaces or Mm -hmm. initiatives from all over the country. And you'd be surprised that, you know, in in places in Luzon, in Visayas, in Mindanao, in Davao, in Mm -hmm. Negros, in Samar, there are actually people, you know, doing alternative cinema initiatives. Like, they have their space, they have their own screenings Mm -hmm. in their own way, you know. right. right. And these are people, you know, you don't read about in broadsheets, in newspapers, you know, they don't get reported. So, parang, you know, if we you know pe- they they have their own initiatives yeah. it's being you know it's being made somehow so it's, a,
0: it's a matter of paying attention yeah, it's a matter of paying attention and
1: actually reaching out to them mm, because in tama. our conference you know we asked them to share their experiences because there's a lot to learn from them yeah. like and also the kinds of films you know they're showing the response from their audiences so i think you know uh, people who are you know who complain about that the Philippine cinema is dying. They just, they're just, they just don't they know. They just it. don't know where to look. Oh, they, or they're not looking well <laughs> okay. enough, you know. And you know, if if you come across these people who are very driven, very yeah. very inspiring, you would realize that you know, uh, people are really doing doing things outside yeah. Manila. Yeah. So you know,
0: uh, it's it's a good thing. Right. Uh, you were talking about canina that Philippine cinema it documents the the current condition of the Philippines. Mm. Parang, parang yun? like does th- do you think cinema informs the narrative or shapes the narrative or is it the current condition that also parang, or is it, mm-hmm. it doesn't it go both ways na parang mm-hmm. push and pull din yun ng culture mm-hmm. like actual what's happening in our daily lives mm-hmm. and what's being shown mm-hmm. Whether via fiction or via a documentary on screen. I think
1: yeah, I think you're right. There's a there's a push and pull, there's some sort of struggle and yeah. resistance about it. Especially that, you know, I've sat at the committee of Q cinema and we yeah. would read submissions of yeah. scripts and during the time there have been a yes. lot of stories about EJK right. and there have been a lot of films about it. So somehow, you know, the present conditions inform the films yeah. getting made. But also, you know, I mean uh, you know, films are documents of time, but also there's a way to, like, comment on the time. So the films are also some sort of, you know, uh, an argument. It can spark some sort of discussion about, you know, conditions. And I don't think films are neutral. So okay, I was
0: gonna ask that. Yeah, M- so ma- somehow must movies make a comment, Mm-mm, do you think? Mm, commentary, uh, yeah.
1: in a way. And not making a commentary is a commentary in itself. So somehow, like, you know, I mean, uh, that's why I, I like the idea of, people continuously making films because you kind of see some you know, how people respond to their times, how people respond to their conditions. Mm-hmm. And I think that adds to the discussion of who is the Filipino. Right. That adds to the discourse of, you know, how h- How are we responding to present-day conditions? It cannot be even be larger discussions, kahit hindi nga ideology, kahit how do we respond to traffic, how do we respond to crimes, etc. On the way here, mm-hmm. nag-angkas ako. Mm-hmm. So parang I was talking traffic, but I I could see really, I saw people really, you know, very having a hard time coping with traffic. It's and, horrible, yeah. And in the larger scheme of things, you know, if list down the top 10 concerns nila in life, cinema is not in that list. Yeah. You know, they have more pressing concerns. Of course. And I think, you know, as people in the industry or as people in, in 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 cinema, you know, we should be the one reaching out to them, like putting our cinema. To, to where they are, right? We should be the one initiating things so they can they would think that cinema is important in their lives because yeah. they have more pressing things to of do, course. food, you know, shelter, yeah. love, etc. And you know, it's our it's our role and you know, it's something I think cinema is powerful in the sense that you know, people can realize important issues of our time because of it.
0: Right. Um I also asked this to other creatives before. But there's always in the Philippines there's this notion that Art is not necessary, or art is no different word. Art is not a priority. Like I mean, you can see it in the in the, the government's budget. Aww. You know, na parang whatever art art mm. lang yan. Um, why do you think, as for as someone who, who critiques mm. film, like mm. why do you think cinema art is important in the in the Filipino narrative? Yeah, I mean,
1: of course, like art. You know requires capital, yeah <laughs> you know it's yeah. a you know you can look at it it implicates a lot of class issues social yeah. issues so before you can watch a movie you have you need to have money to buy a ticket, you will need food, yeah. etc so it and costs the time, the to the time also two
0: or three hours of your life, exactly
1: libra. so you know it implicates you know social class issues and yeah. I very much mm-hmm. understand that and but then again, you have to persuade people that mm-hmm. you know uh. Art is something that, you know, uh, some sort of window, you know, to to some optimistic place (laughs) that might help you, that might, you know, know, it, it cannot change society. I don't think art can change society. It's more of a collective. Right. work so but art can you know help us navigate towards that direction in and that direction yeah it can but you yeah. know it's not just one art it's not just one yeah, person but I think you know that very idea of you know it's something some sort of catalyst is yeah. important and there are a lot of you know art work you know, being made that can do that. Right. And if you can just persuade people to, you know, to you know, just devote a small amount of their life or amount of their time mm-hmm. to consuming Filipino art or at least, you know, uh, trying to you know, trying to look into the significance of this artwork. I think, you know, little by little right. uh there's some improvement that we improvements that we can we can see. Also, you know, yung yung I think ko to dun sa Never Let Me Go na book ni ano Kazuo Ishiguro. Mm-hmm. it it contains your soul. Right. So in a way, ba? It's it, it's some sort of, you know, uh, a reflection of of someone's view, right. spirituality, etc. Yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah. The kind of inspiration that art gives you, right. uh, it can you know motivate you to okay. act on things.
0: Yeah. The, alongside the celebration of the centennial of Philippine cinema, is is or maybe biased, ng ako cause I attended um, the the I was in Singapore last year. Na there's this so there's this heavy conscious push on we have to go global. Philippine cinema must be a global mm-hmm. presence. And I mean, to be fair to to the likes of ABS-CBN Films and and. I think it was regal. They're very upfront naman. It's economic. It's not highfaluting art. Yung, yung motivation. The motivation. The, the concern is economic because apparently sales are dwindling in the Philippines so they want to push abroad for to get a greater yeah. um, market. Bakit nga ba may struggle to to yeah. go international for Philippine cinema to be you know, <sighs> this presence in the international industry?
1: Yeah, I mean... Uh I think there's something problematic about that emphasis on going global. Yeah. I think it depends on your perspective, because for example, the head of the FTCP would, you know, initiate programs mm-hmm. of you know, to, to encourage filmmakers the to conglo. to pursue international yes. film festivals. Okay, that's fine. I mean yeah. if that's worth their preference. Yeah. But you should also raise questions that you know, like why does it have to be global? Mm. What are the motivations for going global? We all know that the global forces are very much dictated by those in power yeah. the West, the Europeans, yeah. the whites, the rich, the men. So some Somehow, like, why should we seek validation from them? Diba? Isn't the greater success the validation that comes from your own people? Yeah. From your o- own audience? Yes, so, parang, ako, parang the I'm not stopping you from participating in yeah. these festivals. That's fine, but also it shouldn't be the sole emphasis of right. the industry. Right. It shouldn't be the validation of your work. Yeah, and somehow that's kind of sad because some 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 you know some films only get shown here after winning overseas. Sometimes you know?
0: like a year after mm. that's happened oh. several times last this year pa lang ata.
1: Oh, and you know it also trickles down in other you know pag nananalo sa contest sa somehow it's a very cultural thing but you know uh, I believe it's more of cultivating the local audiences I I would prefer that kind of you know uh, that kind of approaching uh, approach to things I also believe that sh- cinema shouldn't be reactionary so it's something that shouldn't uphold the status quo yeah. something that should you know it shouldn't be opposed to social change yeah. and I think we have already broken through the global scene like yeah. you know I mean people people know philippine cinema yeah. and sadly they know Filipino cinema uh, through poverty movies. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we're, we're I actually mean, it, poor. It, it
0: is part of uh, the reality. Uh, yeah.
1: But then again, you know, what's wrong about it is that we're being, you know, bottled yeah. <laughs> in this idea that we only make, you know, poverty films. Yeah. You know, which is, you know, I'm sure if you see a lot of Filipino cinema, That's there's a diversity. Exactly. So it's not a good representation okay. in a sense. And, Uh, it says a lot about because it's programmed by foreign programmers. So they don't really have a very balanced view of our cinema. Right. So we shouldn't we should be the one
0: yeah. controlling. We shouldn't allow them to just say na, ah, ito lang oh, yung Philippine film. We should
1: have a say on how we are represented. We right. should be the one controlling the discussion on Philippine cinema. Right. So parang kung nakapasok na tayo sa global scene, the bigger question is what then? Yeah. Diba? What what then? ba? Yeah. So kumaga parang uh, sino ba yung naka from that Mm-mm. kind of global globalization thing. It's always the foreign, you know, the foreign yeah. people in power, right? Yeah.
0: But that's good because I no I just, I just realized because you mentioned nga in the earlier podcast about how you should always think about the viewer. Mm-hmm. Na, oh nga, no? It, it's also indicative na hindi nga masyadong naiisip minsan mm-hmm. yung mag, sino ba yung mag-consume nito or mm-hmm. ano ba yung impact nito sa manunood mm-hmm maglalaan ng dalawang oras ng buhay niya para manood ng isang peliko ng oh, Pilipino.
1: Oh. And those two hours are, you know, like very, imp- isibin mo working class people. Yeah, diba? yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a huge part of their lives, yeah. di ba, na kung hindi sila nasuswelduhan ng tama, diba, et cetera, kung nagpapahinga ba sila, ba yung dalawang oras na yun. Kaya ang masa, uh, gusto ng masasayang pelikula. Yes. Uh, diba, kumbaga parang, ang pelikula para sa kanila ay oras para makatakas. Yeah. I mean, not everyone, but yun, know, makatakas sa realidad. Yeah. And wala silang, oras para, uh, diba, manood ng pelikula na nire-reflect ang kanilang sufferings. So, oo, oo. Pero hindi naman lahat. Uh, pero uh, ibig uh, sabihin, it's more of film education. Pero this no-
0: also explains why a lot of comedies mm,
1: appeal to them. And romantic comedies appeal or to such them. Oo.
0: Almost, hindi naman lahat, pero almost easy picket sure, hit na yan sa Philippines, no? Mm-hmm. In in, in, a, in mm-hmm. a lot
1: of ways. And may mga middle class na very snobbish about, yeah. you know, like, they look down on Philippine cinema thi- na pang ah, comedies lang, rom-coms lang, na pang diba? They're also part of the problem, I think. Right, right. Because, you know, I mean, if they appreciate those kinds of films diba, why are you depriving them diba? Yeah. it's 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 their it's their taste diba? Yeah. It, uh, you don't you shouldn't look down on the yeah. taste of people if it's the the very kind of films they enjoy yeah. and you know yun ngay, dapat mas yun discussion rather than pin limit
0: yeah instead of just no. judging uh, them uh, for be for one thing those uh, kinds of it things. says
1: a lot about you rather yeah. than them diba?
0: yeah um, you, you you had a hard time thinking about this earlier, but I'm gonna put you on the hot seat. Okay, I won't ask na lang, what's your favorite Filipino movie ever? Not that. Siguro, ano? Ano yung movie that, if I ask you to recommend me Filipino movies, what, quite one or two, I don't know, what would you recommend? Na, would sort of, no, it's it's hard to say cause I represent Philippines, maka not mo lang kasena, it's diverse, no. Ito na from your own perspective, na lang. What's what's a good one or two movies to watch? To kinda of understand. Ano bang Pilippino, Sanbasi Pilipino, Ano ang Philippine cinema. Ah, uh, okay. Shit yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Parang the difficulty you had in formulating the question. I know, It's know, the I know. same difficulty okay, yun I'm yun yun facing na. in answering it. Uh but yeah, yun nga, you eh, know. So I'm a big fan of Ishmael Bernal. So, uh, I really like the spectrum of his work from serious ones such as Manila by Night, so Himala, of course, and also his comedies like Salawahan, uh, Tisoy, and also even the romance films such as uh, Ikaw Ay Akin, Uh, ang lawak ng kanyang filmography. But then again, uh, I'm more of a chronicler of contemporary cinema. So yeah. I'm a big fan of, uh, should, we, should we talk about films? I'm a big fan of Whip, Women of the Weeping River by Sharon Dayok. So mm-hmm. it's about the Mindanao conflict. And also, Remton uh Ang Damgo ni it's made in cebu so s- maybe these are some titles that people you know are not very familiar with but yeah, you know they they're, they're very important films made you know over the past 10 years and they're actually raising discussions about very specific issues from their geographies and you know unfortunately very limited ang kanilang distribution so yeah. napapanood mo lang sa festivals napapanood yeah. mo lang sa maliliit na screenings so yun nga i think yung dapat maging goal ng mga yun mga sa si industries to somehow you know Put these films in the open and yeah. somehow allow people to access them yeah. because you know uh, in kasi, you know people now would prefer watching films on Netflix but yeah. then again you know because uh, it's so
0: easy well for the middle class at least it's oh uh, yung,
1: yung structure baka baguhin. but then again kung if I can speak to an audience it's also about encouraging them to seek yeah because there might be people in your area. That are doing this job and you're not just being open to it. Diba? There would always be people in very specific places who are very, very, you know, active in sure. you know in, in film work. And this is really, you know, it's 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 not promotion. It's not like, you know, you promote yourself when you're doing these things. Right. It's really like for the cultivation of, you know, culture, cinema, etc., in the community. Okay. And uh Pero ano din, eh, dapat hindi rin natin i-ignore yung mainstream yeah. in terms of Philippine cinema. So you have, ako, I'm a big fan of Buba by yeah. Joyce Pernal, <laughs> Tanging Ina ni Wende Ramos. Yeah, and these yeah, are yeah. very popular films yeah. that really speak a lot about you know the Filipino experiences right, right. Uh, we're a very funny you know people <laughs> you know we I are mean, we deal with anguish
0: humor. and tragedy with humor and uh, I don't think that's wrong I uh, think that's that's how we cope
1: oh uh, that's how we cope and, you know, these films also reflect that kind of, you know, character in yeah. us. And, uh, you know, ako, when, th- when I speak about Philippine cinema, talagang napakalawak, napakaliverse. Yeah. And yeah. I think people who have narrow, you know, view of our cinema, you know, uh, I try to convince them that it's not. Because, okay. it, you know, it's not dying, it never died, etc. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people have been uh, doing things to, to, to resuscitate it or to somehow, mm-hmm. like, you know, make it more active.
0: And now the hardest question of them all, like based on based on what you know, as a, hindi lang as a film critic naman eh, as, as an educator and as someone who was actually involved in reaching out to filmmakers w- in the different parts of the country as well, like wh- who is the Filipino?
1: Okay. Yeah. Because you uh I think you can go semantics on that. You mm-hmm. can wax philosophical or poetic. I mean it's a very difficult question. You can even say, ba parang, how do you define a Filipino ba?" So parang let's leave that discussion. Uh, for me, the Filipino is the person who concerns himself with the struggles of the everyman. Who puts himself behind them in a way. You know, the Filipino is someone who, you know. Uh, tries to understand the world around him, the conditions that define his work, the conditions that you know uh, allow him to do his work. And I think, you know, uh, every Filipino has that kind of capacity to get involved. So, yun, uh, may, may certain, you know, uh, there's certain activism in what I said. And mm-hmm. I think it's, it's important for, for the Filipino to pursue that at some point of his life to be in support of the working class because, you know, if you're in a position of privilege or if you're in a position where, you know, you can do things, if you're in a position when, you know, you can initiate things, I think it's really important to concern yourself with their plight, you know, yeah. with their and to uplift their, you know, to, to at least, you know, attempt to better their conditions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important because, you know, I mean... Ah, uh, you know, we only, we only have one life yeah. and somehow it, naniniwala ako doon sa importansya nung ano, uh, kahalagahan nung at nung pagpapatuloy na mapabuti yung kondisyon ng ibang tao. And I think film criticism can do that, filmmaking yeah. can do that, you know, film education can do that and you know, I mean hindi naman ako katanda but you know in my you know at at 30s you know, in my 30s now i have come to realize that what you know what made me stay in this field is that you know i really like what i'm doing and i know the difference it can do yeah. to people no no matter how small so may certain self servingness yeah, then yeah, but i think a little bit of that is important because you also value your work but then again, you know, uh, I put myself behind it in the sense that, you know, I'm not the center of attention. It's mm-hmm. more of the work that I do. And okay. I sound like an old man, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, because you have to value the process as yeah. well. L- so before I've come to this realization, okay. you know, I've I've gathered some experiences, you know, and also somehow, you know, I mean, I'm quite optimistic, mm-hmm. which is you know, which is ironic because the world is ending I and <laughs> all, and you know, the, the social you know things mm. happening in our society at yeah. present is really terrible. But, you know, I mean, there's no way (laughs) that, you know, you would want these forces to win.
0: Right, right. (laughs) I was going to say, for someone who points out how pessimistic you can be, that was a very optimistic thing to say about the Filipino condition. So thank you for joining us. Catch Richard in person um, at Gateway for the launch of his book, Break It to Me gently, Gently, Essays on Filipino Film, on the 19th. And if you can't catch him then, you can order the book online. What's the website again? It's
1: everythingsfineph.com
0: The Millennial Condition. Everything's Fine. (laughs) Everything's Fine, PH. (laughs) You can also follow him on Twitter. Um, At Richard Bolise. Okay, so thank you for joining us. It was so fun. Actually, and an dami pang to pag-usapan. Pero he has a class. We don't want him to be late. Yeah. For a new generation of film, critics. <laughs> for a new generation of film critics. So thank you for listening. Subscribe to Rapper Podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts for more podcasts like this. We have a lot of shows you can listen to. Thank you, Richard, for thank dropping you by. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Bye, bye. Thank you. <laughs>